You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the heroes of Icon as they defend Cybertronian civilization from the remnants of Cybertron First to Lord Starscream's egotistical leadership and beyond to the unknown threats on the other side of distant stars. Welcome back, everyone, to Empire of Rust, the first and still greatest Transformers RPG podcast. And today is a special episode because we are all planning on going to see Rise of the Beasts in the next week or two. Coming out <laughs> in just, like, two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah, two weeks. Actually, there must two, be another huh? episode before it comes out. Two it's realized. <laughs> Do what? Yeah. The, what's going on? There might be another episode before we actually, before the the, the movie comes out. This comes uh, out in the 20, this is in the 22nd, yeah. and the movie comes out the 9th. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be planning on planning to see the movie. So in, yeah. in two episodes, you're definitely going to get a lot of information about how much we liked it and lots of spoilers. Like yep. that. So just <laughs> so make sure you, you, make sure better, you insist better on that. Better see it fast. Better see it fast. <laughs> We're going to hold you to that, Mike. Because I'm on a... I'm honestly tempted to. Well, actually, I, I'm tempted to like wait, to wait on the release and like record something and, and, and just pop in the front of the next one. <laughs> Hello from the future. <laughs> yeah, we don't like giving spoilers. We love giving spoilers. <laughs> but we just took a look at the uh, trailers again for for Eyes of the Beast. And uh, what'd you guys think? This will be the first. Uh, this is the first Transformers movie you'll have seen in probably quite a while, right? Uh, yes, definitely. Yeah, unless you count the ones on that uh, re-air on TV, like all the damn time. Well, Adam, what was the last one you saw? Uh, I would say it was the uh, the uh, one with the dragons there. Last night. The last night. The last night. Thank you. We didn't want to, want to know what you watched last night. When was the last time you watched the Transformers movie? Transformers The Last Night was <laughs> the movie. So it wasn't just Transformers. It was Transformers colon The Last Night. And talking about his colon again. Bad enough, <laughs> your chair. So what did you guys think of the, the trailer? Is it, uh, is it looking good? What do you, what's your thoughts? I thought it looked very interesting. I mean, I, I like the... The kind of like old school, like look like the cartoons sort of stuff. And in that regard, I think they did a very good job. Like, you know, you're just like, when you see that tractor trailer truck, like, I'm like, wow, it looks like the fucking toy from back in the day. And it's just like, yep. that was, that was really, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen the last two major ones. Like, I think the last one I saw was with, um, I think Leonard we went Nimoy out to, see, we went out to see, we went out to see like, uh, Dark side of the dark of the moon. I think together. I think maybe. I think that might have and been. The I think last it, with, one. That, with Adam. I think we were like up at Adam's place, and we went early to see it before role playing or something like that. Yeah, Just you probably went to like a, a local theater around here, right? Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, I remember. Uh, I, I, saw, I definitely saw it. I definitely saw it in person, and I know some of my friends were there. It's probably right. at least Adam was there. I thought. I don't know if you were there. Um, uh, I'm not sure. I actually don't remember that. Um, I, I did see the the Bumblebee one, like the more recent one, and I enjoyed that, you know, more than like the Michael Bay stuff. 
quite universally held opinion. I have to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. So I, it looks cool. You know, I'm not going to lose sleep if it sucks. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a little concerned that they're, uh, they have too many like bots in the, in the movie to really focus on any. I mean, there's, there's prime, there's, there's other prime, other prime, right? Bumblebee, RC, uh, at least three of the, the Beast Wars characters. Barrage. Yep. And I, when I was watching him like drive and then drive backwards and then transform so he's face first, like, I'm thinking like that should be a feat. Not sure how useful it would be, but <laughs> it transform without killing passenger. You know. <laughs> what about you, Mike? What'd you think? I like that the Transformers look like Transformers. <laughs> That's always good. Yeah. Not like this amalgamation of parts? No, I hated that. <laughs> Did you see any of the old stuff? Yeah, I watched the first two movies, and after the robot with the balls, I was just like, nope, I'm done. That's <laughs> <laughs> just too stupid. That's fair. Uh, I did watch Bumblebee, though. That one was good. I enjoyed that. Nice, very but nice. But again, they actually looked like Transformers. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And the opening scene was probably my favorite, the one on Cybertron. Oh, yeah. Mm. That was a great, great. Uh... That was very fun. Yep. Uh, yeah, the Bumblebee, Bumblebee movie was was very good. Uh, I will say that the designs of the Transformers in movies four and five, uh, they do look more like Transformers than they than they had from the the first three. Uh, just because I, I think the story is like they had to like pull back like the camera because of the the 3D effects that they were doing. Hmm. So they couldn't have the camera like shoved right up next to like the 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 auto the the robots like abs and just looking upwards the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So but yeah, like especially in, in four and five, at, at least like there was a lot more color to the to the designs. Uh they felt a lot more unified like for each design so like you could tell who was who mm -hmm. yeah that was the difficult part on the the bay movies you couldn't tell who was who they just all looked the same yeah yep and you also couldn't, you couldn't tell what they were doing either because again yeah. it was just this this massive parts <laughs> i also thought like there was just like a lot of stupid shit like when they were like oh we took the design and we improved upon it like by turning it into a, a nano cloud that gets destroyed literally easier than any of the other transformers like why didn't you just go like zoop? oh like that many died and then the rest keep going like if you're going to at least make the claim then do it you know but you know whatever <laughs> what do i know transformium yeah <laughs> is that what they called it yeah they did oh god not the shining moment of that uh, that franchise. Is that the uh, midichlorians of Transformers? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ooh. Yep. So who's Jar Jar yeah, Binks then? The two racist caricatures in the second movie. That's Jar Jar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, frankly, nothing jumped out at me in this last one we watched. I was like, ooh, I have to watch it because of this. Like the previous one, the Bumblebee one, when I saw the trailer with all the on, on Cybertron, I'm like, all right. Ironically, I haven't seen that yet, but that really got me stoked. I mean, nothing wrong with this trailer, but nothing, nothing did the same, you know. Hmm. All right. Fair enough. 
I mean, it'd be cool to see RC if she's actually a true main character. Yeah, that would be nice. I would like to see that. The van that she's uh, riding next to is supposed to be Wheeljack. Oh, oh really? Oh, that's cool. <laughs> really? Yep. Nice. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because he was a he race was car. van originally, wasn't he? No. He was a race car. Who was I thinking Actually, of? Actually, well, you're, you're probably thinking of like the first three episodes, like first episode of the cartoon when he did like transform into like this, this kind of like Cybertronian van. Oh. Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah. So it's it's interesting that you kind of do that as a callback because that is that that is something that it could, it could be based off of. I remember the watching idea. the cartoon, man. <laughs> One of them. <laughs> a couple times, maybe. Well, speaking of being carried, Pythagoras carried you through the last uh, skill challenge there, didn't he? I didn't even participate. He more like dragged me. I mean, he's. You know, I need to get little <laughs> scorecards when you scorecards to hold up whenever you do a, a segue. Segue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll print off a bunch of tens for you, <laughs> <laughs> which will quickly one. become ones. <laughs> I, just, I have a pair of scissors. <laughs> I get some ones and zeros out of that. Pythagoras just checked out Metro Titan's brain and found that Starscream had hacked into it millions of years ago and has been either monitoring or reprogramming or or messing up his mind uh, ever since they, they first met back during the golden age of Cybertron. Now, I'll... Give you, because I think you uh, you had said you wanted to do some examinations of like how long Metro Titan had been here, and kind of to try using that to to collab- corroborate his story. So what I'll do is I'll give you a uh, a chance to do a physical science check, and if anyone wants to help out, you can you can do that, uh, and we'll see if you can piece two and two together on this as to to what you think is going on. Wait, we have to do math, too? I don't have that skill. <laughs> Just make your math roll. That's all I gotta do. What's the, where's the math roll on the sheet? If you don't have it, then that's a problem. Ah, actually, that may be a problem. But I have a solution. <laughs> <laughs> and it figures. <laughs> plus one from Nyko. I rolled an 11, so I had plus two. How did I get plus one from Nyko anyway? I didn't think you could get a plus one for aid. Plus two. <laughs> this is really when I wish I see could see your face. <laughs> Rewind a bit. Did he say plus one or is it my imagination? I think I think I think Mike would be pretty slack John at that moment, just being like <laughs> Who's aiding me? Uh plus one, plus two, plus two, plus one. So I got a two from Pat, it's a two from uh, Carapus, a two from Nyko. I think that's it, right? 38 total physical science. I want to know what's real, what's not, and how long has he been here? Uh, so this is going to take you a, a little bit of time, and, and you're going to have to actually go outside, take some soil samples, do some comparisons, look through Metro Titan's memories a bit, and you can do this with Windblade's help, because she is still there and acting as a, a translator for you, kind of 
keeping all of Metro Titan's thoughts kind of in line so you can actually do this. We ain't got time for that. Let's do a uh, science montage. <laughs> <laughs> I would just want to make sure that Metro Titan is cool with this before uh, we we screw around too much with his brain. So <laughs> if, if he was if he wasn't, he'd tell Windblade for you. <laughs> okay. Well, I want to be polite and make sure I ask him. You know, don't be rude to the seventeen million ton piece of metal. He knows we don't know what we're doing. Right? <laughs> How is Windblade reacting to this? Like, is she sitting there going like? He, he set himself an alley-oop from a fucking million years ago? Like, I know, fucking Starscream, geez. Who thought he'd be that forward-thinking? Windblade is, is honestly, like, like this is like the, pos- the best possible news for her campaign. Because although she was already, like, cu- like starting to, to lead in the polls and really starting to push, uh, push ahead, especially with Prime's endorsement, this is just the final nail in the coffin for, for Starscream. Because if she goes public with this information, there's he's not, he's not going to have any support, except for maybe some like some loyalist Decepticons. But yeah, like the moment he goes that she goes public with this, it's going to screw him so badly. So even though she's horrified that that he did this, she's also not really shocked that he would. Right, <laughs> none of us are. Spe- I think we're only shocked of, that of screwing and, and shock and awe. Wild Strike, stop, stop that. <laughs> I think the only shocking bit was that it was so long ago that it was planned. That's actually a good a good question for uh, for Wild Strike. So don't forget, Wild Strike, I mean, like Starscream is the leader of the Seekers, like the, the elite force that you are part of. What's this? What's like? What's going through your head on this? This is effectively like, like finding out like, uh, like your your boss is has is like has done this. Like you know, think of like who your boss is at work, and just imagine if they set up something to, like, like a decade ago to 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 help them. And like this, this is the kind of thing that's that's happening. What's your thoughts on this? Yeah, like Wildstrike knows that you know Starscream is you know always out for himself. That's kind of obvious. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he sets up, like, he bombed Sweet Spot. You know, we have evidence of that happening. Mm -hmm. Um, He practically admitted it to me. (laughs) So I know he's capable of some shady things, but this is just... This is actually quite impressive. (laughs) This is a long con. He's usually, you know, short-term thinking. This is very <laughs> impressive. <laughs> yeah, usually it's like the I'm going to mouth off to Megatron for the nth time, you know. Exactly. <laughs> <Instead of> thinking. <laughs> Although, you know, take somebody out and blame somebody for it, kind of thing. But this is like millions of years in the making. Mm-hmm. Or time travel kind of makes you wonder what other plans that he's one of their like irons in the fire that he's had. Yeah. Exactly. Stop trying to make us second guess ourselves that we won't go and confront them about it because we will. <laughs> we just want to make sure Maybe we're believe. part of his plan. <laughs> Maybe. Well, if, if us killing him is part of his plan, I am totally down for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't suppose there's a such thing as time travel in this universe. Oh, don't start that again. <laughs> Not that you've heard of. I remember the last time you went off on your time travel tangent. Oh, wait, you haven't done that yet. Never mind. 
was just going to say that. Well, uh, That'll come yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Hero point crowd. <laughs> Don't know what I'm going to do with this, but I'll put it on the shelf right over there. All right, Pythagoras, you wanted to figure out what is going on in the situation. Uh, and with some time, you know, with a, with a probably several hours worth of investigating uh, and assuming no one else has any issues with it, you're, you'll spend the time to, to do it. Uh, what's going to happen is you'll find that Metro Titan arrived here on Earth very recently. Uh, probably right after uh, he supposedly blew up uh, under Cybertron when he had uh, when he had announced that uh, uh, Starscream's ability to lead. So this is the the timeline that you are are going to put together uh, for thousands, if not million years. He has been stuck on a planet called Theophany. Uh, and that part is is true, and you're able to confirm this both with uh, uh, the kind of metallurgical analyses and knowing what uh, what you had heard from the crew of the Lost Light when they made a visit back to Cybertron a few years ago. So you believe that that part is 100% true. Uh, he likely had either crashed or had kind of just put down for repairs on that planet a long time ago. Uh, when the the call and the signal that Cybertron had been reborn was issued probably a good 10 to 15 years ago, and all of the neutrals and the unaligned people started coming back to Cybertron, Metro Titan heard this call, but he didn't have the power necessary to actually teleport back to the planet or to uh, to fly off and to return. A couple years later, that's when the crew of the Lost Light showed up, and they aided him, provided a power boost to him, and gave him enough power for a, a short-term uh, uh, space bridge jump from Theophany to Cybertron. And he made it. Unfortunately, he was in such a low-power state that he didn't make it just directly where he wanted. He actually miscalculated the jump and ended up fused with part of the planet. That part all tracks with what you've heard already, uh, because when uh, uh, when Prowl had discovered him in the caverns underneath Cybertron, he tried to keep it hidden. Starscream got wind of it, and he got there, and Starscream talked to him for a moment. And even though Prowl and Prowl tried to, to keep it under wraps, uh, like I told you guys before, there were other bots there with them. And it quickly became public knowledge. Now, what you're putting together right now is that it's unlikely that Metro Titan actually believed that he was capable of ruling. And it was likely because of whatever device that Starscream had had done to mess with his mind. So you think that that device altered his personality to a point where over the course of time his like positive feelings and his like positive vibes towards Starscream just increased and increased over time. So by the time he saw him again, after like millions of years, he was like, yes, Starscream is like my best friend here. And he is a, a, a very noble and righteous Cybertronian. So of course he has the ability to, the ability and not just the ability, but the right, almost like the divine right to lead. 
That is likely why he said the things that he did. Now, the explosion, and I'll use the explosion in quotes, wasn't truly an explosion. Like, he didn't die or anything for it. What happened is, like, his energon interacted with the, the substrate of, of Cybertron and the, the natural energon deposits there, and he it activated his space bridge and he teleported again, this time teleporting to Earth, kind of in a similar situation where he kind of like, mis-teleported and ended up in the ground somewhere. And that is where Prime uh, reawakened him using effectively the power of the Primes as the last living Prime. So the the entire idea that Metro Titan endorsed Starscream was a fabrication of on Starscream's part, and not just a straight lie. He did actually believe what he said, but the the reasoning that he used to get there was flawed because it was altered by Starscream. Uh, and you think that the uh, the device for some reason either did not uh, teleport with him correctly. Or something else happened to it as he, uh, uh, maybe even Starscream, like, managed to, to sneak in and take it out, uh, just before the, uh, the, the explosion on Cybertron, before he teleported away. Uh, but either way, you don't think that the device came with him when he teleported. Do we think that, that Starscream set up, set him up to teleport the second time to get rid of him, or? It's possible. Yeah. Man. All right. This is like kind of like a Manchurian candidate. Like he was like a sleeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just didn't know if all of Manchurian was one candidate. Yeah, right. <laughs> Man. It's the Manchuria candidate. <laughs> it, it does reek of a, a, a really long term planning strategy uh, from Starscream. And it it may have been something that like he just kind of set up just in case he needed it someday. Yeah, I mean, he had access I mean, to a, ti- a, a Titan brain. He stuck it in there just in case, maybe. Um, Carapace's mm-hmm. perspective, I'm kind of like hats off. Like, <laughs> this is brilliant. Like, you know, if you're, he's a survivor. <laughs> you know, like, I, I, I obviously he's a dick, but <laughs> like, this is brilliant. Like, you know, who, I know I wouldn't have had who the fourth. Who does off. that? <laughs> so with all this knowledge, like, what's the... What's the the next step? And again, this this takes hours to go through. So we'll say that it takes the the rest of the the day effectively to to piece all this together because there's a lot of research and a lot of like fact checking that you need to do. And we'll even say just for the the sake of of this example here that all of you helped out with it. Uh, maybe some of you did some research uh, with you know with um, Pythagoras kind of uh, leading off the investigation. So collecting rocks and stuff. Oh my goodness! Well, so I mean, I think we got him by the short hairs. We just got to decide how to proceed. Ouch! So, question: This is maybe a little out of character. Um, sweet spot. Do you actually intend to become like the ruler of Cybertron? Like, is that something that you would actually like to happen, or do you think that Windblade would be the better candidate right now? Uh, Windblade would most likely be the better candidate, being more uh, familiar with the uh, political landscape and uh, the uh, the current cultural needs of the people. 
I figured if you ran as like her vice president, like that would practically ensure the win. And I know, I know coming in second is kind of not your thing, but you know, when you're choosing to, is it okay? Yeah, well, vice, as vice president, you'll have plenty of time to do adventuring with us. <laughs> yeah, but I dare say you, you've learned to uh, feed me a spoonful of sugar to to help the, the insult go down. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you are correct. And regarding the, the nature of the conversation currently, I I scarcely believe that I am saying that. I recorded it for, for posterity, so... I guess the question is, do you guys want to try to win the election before we blow Starscream out of the water, or or do we go public and, and destroy him politically, or do we confront him with this privately first? I know uh, Wildstrike had definitely had a certain way he wanted to put the nail in the coffin, so to speak, if I remember correctly. Yes. And now what was we definitely that have the tools. Wildstrike? What was your uh, final intention for delivering the um, so-called killing blow? Nyko, <laughs> I'll have to transform into the gun. Hold it up. Okay. Yeah, let's do it, boss. I got this. <laughs> I think Nyko will do the trick. Two shots. Right to the head. Bam, bam. All right. So, uh, <laughs> private con- confrontation. Why not kill the president? <laughs> but a queen. You guys ever see Unforgiven? Yes. Oh, yes. Amazing movie. So good. Nobody come out. I'll shoot you. I'll shoot your dog. (laughs) Shoot him and all his friends. Burn his damn house down. (laughs) All right. If we're going to confront him, we need some some insurance, though. We need to be able to uh, release this to the public regardless of what happens. So... Now, if, think only we we a, if only we knew a reporter that has kind of a vendetta against him. <laughs> oh, right. We have we one. To- huh? We totally do. <laughs> and incidentally, that reporter could be secretly recording the whole confrontation uh, for the benefit of the uh, the public at large. <laughs> Are you guys actually saying we should recruit the lamp, lamp form or lay wave, wave later? Right, we walk into the uh, the whole thing and throw him down like uh, like he's our prisoner. And we have him as evidence and proof and and all of that, and then just pile pile it on one after the other. Meanwhile, he's recording the whole thing, so you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, if we if we hadn't just destroyed his greatest friendship, I, I think that probably would work. We probably could fix that, um, but. Well, the question the is, do we want to let him go scot free after this? Because that's what we'll have to do, you know. Right. Well, getting the uh, getting the exclusive on the story of the downfall of the president should be enough to uh, uh, let the the poor little bot uh, reclaim his reputation as a reporter. Yeah, I mean that that, that could be our price. You will go scot. We will not murder you, eh? <laughs> B, you'll get to keep your <laughs> reputation and your job and not go to jail. I think those are plenty more than enough. Just don't assassinate people anymore. Yeah, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> we're not really that different, I suppose. 
We just have to do a little, uh, we have to just have to do a little, uh, you know, marital counseling or whatever. Yeah. I can handle that. I'm Mr. Right. Charm. I missed a relationship. Let's go see the uh, the prisoner and get him uh, released to our custody. And then directly go to see Starscream. Well, let's with, work with... Wait, wait, wait. wait. Are, we, <laughs> are we going this fast? I know that's, quick. that's a little quick. We need, to, we need to prepare our information blast, too, though. And we have to decide what Windplay is going to do. Because, I mean, she's an interested party here. And she has, probably has an opinion. I do not think I should ally myself with her until Starscream's fall is assured. Because otherwise, it would seem like I was uh, doing it for her interest alone. Actually, I have I have an idea about we sh- none of us should none of us interested parties should be the one to release this information. But like you said, we have reporters. We could do a pre-recorded session with Lamplighter and Waveform, where they where they spill the story and include the big information dump for everyone to see. You know. And then set that up to be de- released remotely to the press. It'll come from a quote-unquote neutral press member. Um, only trouble is, there's a lot of people who saw us beat Lamplighter and, and uh, Whatchamaduzi up. You do have a couple of other reporters that you could potentially use, Circuit and Longtooth. Yeah, Indeed. Yeah, they probably deserve it more, too. They have been quite amiable to our uh, goals and agendas in the past. What do you think Prime would do if he learned about this? Like, is he a planet ruling type? Like, I don't, I don't really see it. He's not in the election, so I mean, he probably would be. Right. Yeah, interesting. If that was his idea, he would have been involved in it from the start. Right. Likely. I'll give you this because you've you've seen kind of the result of this over the last like uh, a few in-game weeks. Prime has been kind of frozen out from the from the rulership and the the like the power structure of Cybertron, partly because of Starscream's doing. His power right now is not political or official in nature. It's just a, a it's only because he's a religious figure right now. So if he tells someone to do something, especially if they're uh, one of the uh, colonists, they will likely do it. But he wields no official power on Cybertron. Sort of like the Robo Pope. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe kinda. not. I mean, sort of like more like maybe like the Dalai Lama that has no political structure, but everyone, it's all complete respect and reverence. Exactly. And you, and again, all of you have kind of seen uh, Starscream kind of push Prime out of the official, like, ruler, like official capacity, official powers of Cybertron. Likely very intentionally. And not without just cause either. I mean, he's not an elected ruler or anything like that. You know, he's not like a representative or anything. He's just, he's just a person right now. He's a, he's a private citizen of influence, I guess. Uh, I mean, so, well, I guess, I mean, maybe we just do our thing and let him do what he decides to do. I'm not sure if he can add to our plan, you know, but I mean, but what, so what do you guys think of a get these reporter guys to say, we'll give you the, we'll give you the story of the millennia. If you keep, keep your mouth shut about it until we tell you, tell you to, 
and then give them give them all the information to release when we say. I think they'll probably hold it down until we say, so just because they get the the biggest the big exclusive. And then we can go twist Starscream's arm or whatever we feel like doing. You know, I don't know what we should what should we demand of him. Just to kneel down so so uh, <laughs> so uh, uh, strike could shoot him in the face. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. <laughs> or just just uh, just say drop out of the race or we'll ruin you. I mean, <laughs> ruin him anyway. <laughs> Uh, I think he definitely needs to be taken out of power, though I'm not not a hundred percent on board with just uh, killing him outright. <laughs> though, should we bring all of this to his attention and he attacks us, I'm all for defending ourselves. I mean, strictly speaking, going and talking to him at all is is may not have a purpose an act, on an, uh, an act it's an act of aggression let's be honest well it is yeah it is yeah. we have to, we need it i sort of we sort of say need a goal though if we go confront him personally we, we need a reason even if it's just to kick right. his ass but right we uh i we mean, certainly just, shouldn't just poke the bear unless well. we use the bear to poke him <laughs> what oh that's an interesting opportunity you just created there He's got a she's got a she's got a uh, an irrational vendetta against him anyway. She does. So I've heard. I mean, theoretically, just releasing this information, especially from an, a third from a from a neutral party, would be enough to ruin him politically in all means. Right. Without right. us visiting him at all. Now I know a lot of people. A lot of people here have personal reasons to go visit him, but. Uh, I mean, I guess the question is, if he did this, is 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 he can he be arrested? Well, let's see. Uh, what do we think Starscream's move would be should he be exposed? Because he's the type of bot that would probably think about that and have a plan in place. Like would he flee? Scene. Would he fight? Would he try to reverse it on his aggressors? Make it all seem like a fabrication on their part? <laughs> All of the above. Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah, and any of that's possibly. Certainly savvy enough to try to respond mm-hmm. politically. I mean, do we care? Like, my understanding is like, if you do this, if you release this thing, he's going to be fucked, you know? And mm-hmm. whether or not he goes down with the, without a fight or with a fight, like, do we care? Well, I think the only plausible reason that we might have to go visit him is if he's, if as, as ostensible members of law enforcement, it would be to, if I, I was about to say, if, ask if I could roll like a professional lawyer to see if what laws he might have broken, given the, given the information are we've you, uncovered. Are you, are you trying to do the right thing? Is that, <laughs> is that what you're doing right now? I'm trying to come I up do with believe a reason. It is. Trying to come up with a reason, a reason to go beat him up <laughs> I guess the idea is like what 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 would you guys gain by like you would only confront him if you wanted to gain something specific because you know we can destroy him by sending an email right now you know mm-hmm. so it's like what's the thing like if we go in there and say hey what are you gonna do if we don't do this like what would the absolute win be I mean, is there anything that Step he could? Down, is there anything then, that he could give that would be worth it for us not to do that? Because I'm not saying right. anything. 
You know, I don't yeah. think he could. There's any of I don't think he could pay us enough. You know, hey, can I just do a? I know what the hell. I'll do a, a, a professional lawyer role. If that's all right with you, Mike. Absolutely, go for it. And uh, figure out what laws he might be breaking, <laughs> or which ones he isn't breaking. <laughs> Political engineering. Um, so I got a murder twenty nine. I mean, not 100. even caught, not even counting the Steelhaven thing, you know, the Steelhawk landing thing. Mm-hmm. Because we got that too. Based on on what you've, the evidence you have so far, he's easily broken several dozen laws. Granted, uh, before he took over as uh, as as ruler of the planet, uh, there is. There's kind of this this kind of weird squishy little kind of uh, thing about about crimes committed during the war, and for the most part, crimes before uh, the the Cybertronian government was established are generally not prosecutable, at least right now, uh, and that it's just acts that took place during wartime. But there is more than enough evidence to. Uh, to to hold him accountable for the things that took place after the Cybertronian government uh, came into being, uh, which includes the the murder of Metalhawk, uh, simply because it, even though the the official like government hadn't been established by that point, uh, Metalhawk was still a very popular person who could have won uh, won the election very easily, and uh, public opinion at that point would have would have been a, a really, really uh, a, a big problem for him. So you're saying that all the like war stuff is literally bots will be bots? It's wartime am- amnesty. <laughs> I mean, I mean exactly. that's sort of the thing. I mean, that sort of happens with every country. I mean, it's like, if, you know, if you have two, two, two countries are not going to be able to ever make a peace talk if they continue continually prosecute each other's generals oh, and stuff like that, you know. I mean, yeah. there's probably going to be a few, you know, like, like, well, we'll we'll go to peace if you give me asshole A, you know, you know, that sort of thing. Especially since no one really won or lost completely, you know, in this case. Um, well, probable reaction of law enforcement when this comes out is, is Iron, uh, is, what's his face? Iron face? Um, iron hide? Iron, I was about to say iron pants, but yeah, it's iron hide. <laughs> God, Matt. <laughs> I can't believe I blanked on Ironhide. <laughs> you think that Ironhide will likely attempt to arrest him. Not only for crimes committed, but the fact that he's Starscream as well. So even though Ironhide attempts to at least remain neutral in a lot of these cases, and he does treat like former Decepticons pretty fairly, this is fucking Starscream. And you know that he, he's got... You know, he, he doesn't like him at all. He works with him because he's the, the ruler of the planet. But all of this evidence is going to give him a very clear and justified reason to arrest him. Well, I mean, we could, we could get... Who do we think would, would take win in a fight between Ironhide and Starscream? Like, I know Ironhide's tough, but... I mean, Starscream could just fly away if it's going badly. <laughs> you have a profession, profession soldier, don't you? Uh, or a Russian bodyguard or something? No, we not we you didn't allow that rule. Could so. he roll versus his class level as his skill as, as say his what level eight in soldier or whatever you are or you're no you're um what you been uh, eighth level load bearer first level soldier. 
Yeah, that's it's it's okay. Uh, you. I mean, maybe that would be culture. You think? Yeah, still culture. Why not? I mean, I'm makes sense. With that, but hey, but nineteen. I can beat you. So that is a twenty-eight plus two. Jesus Christ, man! Thirty. Nice. You think that while Ironhide is very tough, and if it came down to a physical brawl between the two, Ironhide will likely come out on top. But you know that Starscream's not going to to let it get to that point. Right. He's got a bunch of, of technological things on him that could uh, uh, very easily put him down. And like Matt said, if it looked like it was going badly for him, he would just fly away. Right. And also keep in mind, like he does have like that personal bodyguards of like. So he's going to have like four to eight wild strikes with him that we're going to have to deal with. So I'm not saying yep. we shouldn't do it. I just want to, I want you guys to know the danger that you're in. Well, I mean, we could bring in law enforcement before we release the information, have them all ready to pounce, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hardly, not exactly a uh, epic battle for us unless we need to help, help them, you know, capture them, which would be fun. Yeah. How do we do that? We, we we time it so that it's released, and then but we 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 we're in on the capture of Starscream. And if and if yeah, Wildstrike yeah. happens to kick him in the head or shoot him in the head in the process, fewer tears shed, you know. Yeah, that could work. So I want each of you to to kind of give me uh, just a, a statement as to what you're like, what you're gonna do, for, like for for like short term, like what is your plan, and then. I want you to think about kind of what, um, so if, because like I said, like Ironhide, if, if you bring, if Ironhide gets to into this, he's likely he's going to, to go and arrest him. He's likely going to have you guys help him out with this too. So tell me, at least right now in short term, what, uh, like, what do you want to, to do? What's like the, the short term action items? Uh, we'll start with Carapace first. Uh, so again, just short-term action item as to what needs to get done before you uh, put this plan into motion. I want to go look for Swampstone. You want to look for Swampstone? Yeah, that's, okay. my, that's my priority. But I, I I respect that this thing would happen. I, I personally don't care. Like that thing, like, Cybertron is not my planet. Starscream is a dick, but he's a clever one. I mean, in my book, that's what makes you, you know capable of ruling so maybe he's right <laughs> you know but <laughs> that being said you know I uh, like you guys uh, so, so I would like to see you guys have your dreams come to fruition so do you really okay. like this no, that's why it was difficult for me to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> only slightly. And that was difficult to hear. Yeah. <laughs> we could definitely help you find uh, Swamp Face after this. I mean, I guess what I would just do, like, while well, you guys are talking about this, because I, I don't think I would be useful, I'm going to go and talk to Prime, because I know he's an important person and hears shit. I'm just going to be like, listen, I'm looking for this guy named Swampstone. we got to go do a thing to free your planet. Can you get me a message when we're done? Yes, Carapace, I can do that for you. You would like to know the location of Swampstone? Yes. Very well. I will ask my followers and see if we can locate him for you. I am in awe of the power of the last prime. Oh. (laughs) 
Oh, go on. <laughs> okay, and I, I'll, I'll leave. Like, like, <laughs> go on. I'm just a soldier. <laughs> Shut up, <Yeah>. Ultramagus. <laughs> yet, he, yet he called them followers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He knows what's going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'll do that. I will support you guys in whatever you do. This is be above my pay grade. So um, one thing Carapace could do is, and any of the any anybody who's here that's good at fighting could do is, if we're if we're planning on being part of a major arrest, equipment ideas, tactical ideas, you know, stuff we should bring with with us, you know. Okay, I can I can work with that. You know, that's what. Jeez, would anybody that has influence or power on this planet want Starscream taken down? And would they actually lend us some things in order to drop some, drop the hammer on him? <laughs> I can't think of anybody. Maybe. I can't think of anyone. Like, no one. <laughs> I'm going to have to get that little wild strike launcher that we've been hoping for. <laughs> I know. All right. Speaking of Wild Strike, same question to you. What do you want to to do to uh, prepare for this? And again, give me just kind of like a short term, like action item that you're going to be working on. If we're going to contact Ironhide and arrest him, I mean, if there's anything we need for that, nothing I can think of. You definitely need to uh, work on your victory speech there. Well, we like, need to uh, we need to contact Wildhide directly. We shouldn't go through any communication channels on the off chance it'll get back to Wildhide. That's yes. what I said. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sometimes it's somehow much more significant when Adam did it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a special moment for me. Where you lead, I shall follow. <laughs> Who is more foolish? The fool, the fool follows him. Oh, definitely you. You're foolish all day long. Every day, best at it. Can't tip my hat enough to you. Grand. Thank you very much. So, Mike, you want to have Wild Strike then uh, uh, head on over to Ironhides when you get back to Cybertron and you want to deliver the new, new stamp in person? Yeah, I can do that when we get back. Okay. Uh, do you want to take like all copies of all the evidence and everything with you that you haven't given to him so far? Yeah, it'd probably be best to do that. Okay. All right, so that is that is going to be you. What is a sweet spot going to be doing? Give me an action item that uh, that sweet spot's going to do. Uh, I suppose I could get with Ironhide about freezing uh, Starscream's security clearance just before just before I like the idea. getting it. However. Wildstrike is already talking to Ironhide. All Why right. don't you uh, do uh, the other guy, um, Zaron? Zaron? Uh, you know what? Um, I think I would like to do that and maybe talk to anyone else that would be kind of high up on the council. Like, is there a specific safe house designated for Starscream that he might retreat to should he get away? It'd be really kind of cool to be there waiting for him. <laughs> that, that, that tunnel underground. Uh, <clears throat> little hatch that, that Wild Strike noticed. Noticed. I mean, yeah. Wild right. noticed like the hatch when he was in there. Likely that's where he's going to flee to or how he's going to get there. Kind of unnoticed, unseen. But to already be in the spot, 
waiting for him if we know exactly his location that he's going to go to. I like that. If there's one designated specifically for him. Yeah, I would like that. Suggestion for sweet spot for before, prior going back to Earth, going back to Cybertron. You might be really good at enlisting the help of these reporters. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Getting them like to basically give them the information, but not have them release it yet. That you know? that would be an actionable thing to do first. Yeah, while you, they're he's got, within, got the charm. Reach. I mean, Magnum could do it, but he, you know. Sounds good to me. All right. And we'll do that in, in uh, just a moment. And lastly, for Magnum and Pythagoras, what's your uh, your short-term action item before you head back to Cybertron? I mean, probably I was thinking mainly taking all this information and putting it together sort of in a package that I could then duplicate something that's like easy to distribute, could distribute distributed, given or transmitted all at one bunch, you know, so that uh, um, the reporters can send that out. We can also hand this to Ironhide and everybody else. So just sort of, I guess, information organization and then basically creating some data slugs that has it on there and so forth you know the more places this information goes the less likely it can be stopped so because there's a lot of data here we we need to put it together in sort of a coherent fashion you know to someone to someone who can who sees it they'll see the point right away and then they'll have all the information they need too okay uh so you're gonna do that before you guys leave any reason not to. I'm assuming uh, okay. Wild Strike, you have all that extra information if you want to include that. I figure we'll include everything. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure that's your stuff. I want to make sure it's all right with you. I mean, this is the time to use it and take it down. This is the info bomb. All right. So you take probably. Uh, well, actually, we'll we'll kind of fast forward this to the to the next day because again you've, you've taken a lot of time to kind of confirm all this information and to do your research so at the start of the next day uh, and maybe even overnight a little bit uh, Pythagoras you're putting all of the information together in kind of like a narrative showing kind of timeline start to finish laying out a very clear uh, a path of evidence a very clear trail as to what he did and incorporating all the information you have uh, what actually I want to do is I want you to give me a roll. Uh, let's actually see what's going to be useful for this. It's kind of like going to be like a like a craft check almost, like something where you're building something. Engineering. Do you have any? Do you have anything that'll that'll work with that? I mean, engineering might be something. I think engineering is more for like physical things. I'm thinking more like uh, like creating like you know like video footage, creating kind of like a like a story narrative. And computers, like cultures, culture, computers. Yeah, computers. We don't really use. We don't have like craft poetry. Yeah. Much in this game. Right. Performance. Uh, I'll be. I'm okay with you doing a computer check, and if anyone wants to aid uh, and you want to use something different, just let me know, and we'll see. We'll see what uh, what you can come up with. If any of you have like some kind of like crafting uh, uh, skill, then then feel free to use it as well. Uh, Nico will aid with computers. All right. Natural twenty, baby. Plus two. Nice. Anybody else? I mean, do you feel it's? I'm like I don't know if I'm really qualified for 
<clears throat> for helping with this. Okay. Which is a shame because right. I would have added, I would have added four. <laughs> well, Nyko's health will be good regardless. Um, uh, so that is going to be a thirty-seven. Ooh, very nice. Uh, and you'll have to remember this for uh, for next time because you got high enough. I am going to give you a, uh, actually give anyone a uh, plus two to all rolls uh, to convince people to help you against Starscream because the the narrative that you established was so persuasive uh, that it it doesn't leave a lot to, to, to doubt. So plus two to getting help from anyone versus Starscream? <laughs> yep, and I'll be generous with it. Like if you're if you're trying to convince someone to to say like, hey, you should, you know, help me to arrest this guy. Just show him like the evidence for it. Like, yeah, that's makes perfect sense. All right, I'm on board. <laughs> All right, I just threw something in the Discord just to remind nice. us. All right, awesome, thank you. And next, uh, before we head back to Cybertron Sweet Spot, you said you wanted to talk to some people here. I think the reporters, uh, before you started heading off to try to convince them of your your goals. Uh, that's right. Uh, we do want to get to as much of the, uh, the reporting power behind us uh, when we're going forward with our confrontation. So uh, the two that I know of that uh, adore me and I adore them, our, uh, uh, circuit, yeah, circuit and, uh, and long two. Nicely done. Yep. What do you want to say to them? You, uh, I imagine you catch them kind of as they are, uh, uh, kind of packing up to leave for Cybertron in the morning. All right. Uh, I will, uh, catch up with them and, uh, yeah, hold on there. Uh, where are, you, where are you two going? Quite so fast. Ambassador, I had plenty of questions for you last night, but you snuck right off. If you have a moment of free time, I'd love to ask you some more questions. Uh... Longtooth, Longtooth, are you recording? Are you on? Of course. Good, 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 good. Keep going, keep going. I would like to, uh, ask, uh, ask you to, uh, hold this off the record for a moment. Uh, very well. Longtooth, pause. It'll be worth it, Jackass. Thank you very much. Now, <laughs> you know, yeah, long two is like saunters off, kind of upset. It's like, God, so they want my one fucking job here. Seriously, <laughs> you, you know, uh, I I do adore you both, right? You are some of my most favorite Transformers in all of Sabatron. Long Tooth gives you the finger on the way out. <laughs> well, Circuit, you do you do realize how much I appreciate your. <laughs> your technique and your uh, professionalism in your craft. Ambassador, you are certainly the flatterer. Uh, well, I do have cause for it, and I do like to watch out for my very favorite box. Uh, for instance, I have an exclusive so juicy you would wish that you were an organic being so that you could savor it more. <laughs> <laughs> Please, do tell. All right. Now, completely off the record until you get all the information, but there is going to be a takedown of a very important political figure within the Reich. And uh, 
it's going to be devastating for their career. And I'm going to let you know exactly when and where to be, when it's going to go down. Can I count on you for the coverage? You certainly can, but you've got to give me something more. You're not telling me anything new, you're just giving me this vague sense that someone's going down. Is it going to be you? Is it going to be Scourge? Is it going to be Windblade? Who is it going to be? Well, this uh, this figure is currently in the it's currently in the race. I can tell you that much, and uh, they will not be doing much of anything else beyond that. I would love to tell you exactly who and how. I just can't trust that there is no possible way that it might leak out and rob you of your one true career-making uh, scoop. Ambassador, come on. You can trust me. Look at this face. I do look at the face every time that you're interviewing me. All right. I have your comm code. I'll say this. Just be ready to move in a moment's notice when I let you know when and where. You will not be disappointed. All right. I'll take your word for it. And really, the waiting, doesn't that just make the... Uh, the acquisition all the sweeter? Not even a little bit. <laughs> uh, trust that I do wish I could tell you more, but uh, I can't. I have been sworn to secrecy until such time that it is revealed. But you are my one and only reporter I can count on to get this done. And the people need you to tell a story. They truly do. Can I persuade you by any means, Ambassador? I want you to roll a sense mode. Okay. A 30 fall. Now tell me true. Is, is that good enough? It certainly beats his 18 on diplomacy. So you see him try you hear him trying to convince you to give him uh, give you some give him some more information, but you uh yeah, you're you're telling you're you're figuring it out. He's not being too subtle this time. Can I make a diplomacy roll to uh get circuit to accept uh, waiting and be happy about it. Unnecessary, because you actually haven't, like, told him to do anything aside from just, you know, be ready for your call. Like, if you actually gave him some, like, gave him all that evidence and information, I'd say yeah, but you haven't actually given him any reason to either trust you or not trust you yet. You're asking a reporter just to be ready for a, a scoop that you have some information on. Not a hard sell. But yeah, he'll be ready for, for your call, and you feel that he will actually come when you call him, assuming, of course, it's juicy enough. Yeah. Try to think of anything I can give him to satisfy his curiosity or whatever, to, to give him a little bit, but nothing I can think of will actually not give away. And that's really why I, what I want to try to avoid is avoid telling him who so that that who doesn't wind up finding out somehow right and I mean that's the choice you need to make you're either going to let him in on it and trust that he's going to be quiet about it until you tell him or you're just going to have to keep him in the dark and, and hopefully he'll just come when you call the the attention hound in me is uh, is really frustrated with not <laughs> keeping the reporter in his pocket but uh, but logically I think we have to What's, what's, what's that saying? Like the only way that three people keep a secret is if two of them are dead. 
moving on from here. Uh, with all of the kind of prep work done on Earth before you head back to, to Cybertron, uh, the, the five of you uh, head back on over to the Space Bridge through immigration and zoop, 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 zoop. You head through the Space Bridge back to Cybertron. One last thing before we before we go, uh, when I, I have my absolutely amazing conversation with Prime, um, I'm going to ask him, like, can you tell me like a little piece of like psychological warfare that I could use on Starscream so that if he were to be like in a vulnerable place, like this would totally like, like you know, fuck with his head. Hmm. Like, remember Poodle Tron. What? Like, you know, it's just like, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> You know, like something like. Tell him that I once merged with his motherboard. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> Remind him of the battle at Hell's Point. And if you do. Uh, you can take a plus two to either bluff or intimidation with that. It is the closest time he ever came to dying. Oh. <laughs> Asterisk. That's perfect. That's perfect, yeah. <laughs> Am I going to try to confiscate my cigarettes again? Oh, no, this is just uh, heading out, so you're fine. Oh, like, well, actually, <laughs> when I go in the building, I'll take an entire pack's worth of cigarettes out and light it all. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just getting rid of them before I go on the space bridge. Don't mind me. Hey, hey, you can't have that in here. Uh, Okay, I better leave then, right? Get out of my way. (laughs) Can't take them with me. Can't take them with me. (laughs) They can't smoke them here. Smoke them. You got them. I got them. All right, the five... The five of you, uh, and especially Magnum, rush through the space bridge. No doubt hearing the smoke alarms go off. <laughs> With the immigration officer hot on your heels. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. The fuzz is after me. <laughs> Does um, Legionnaire and Windblade accompany us? A uh, legionnaire does. Windblade does not. Uh, Windblade thinks that it's a little bit too dangerous to to stay on Cybertron right now. She's probably a bit safer here on Earth, uh, away from from Starscream. If you want him to, legionnaire will stay with Windblade to keep her safe. But that's up to you guys. I would like to have an alloy in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> that way, Starscream will know we're not just happy to see him. Yeah. Uh. Got a pocket full of alloy. Fucks the shit out of bears. Magnum's ashes, Magnum's ashes. Start scream falls down. <laughs> the five of you emerge from the space bridge back onto Cybertron. And uh, you each kind of split up to deal with your individual tasks before meeting back up. Uh, to kind of get your your final plan into to motion, uh, Wild Strike. We will start with you as you head on over to uh, Ironhide's office. Uh, on the way, you can talk to him in just a moment. But on the way, uh, you notice something a little bit strange as you're checking the the news feeds. Uh, there's the the occasional news feed about you guys, and uh, you notice that in all of the images of the the lot of you, 
you've been blacked out. I have been? Yep. Uh, sometimes expertly and sometimes not so expertly. Uh, and as you're, you're kind of scanning through the feeds, you also notice that images of Starscream are now in a new body type. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, that is great. Oh. Starscream made good on his promise, and he he took your uh, he took your body type and <laughs> erased all images of you. <laughs> Jeez. Uh. Man, it's like if, if, if Joseph Stalin was a fashionista, you know. Such a, <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> envy, 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 much? Some jet envy going on here. <laughs> Uh, go ahead and head on over to, to Ironhide if you want. Yep. You get to the police precinct. You head on up the elevator to his office and knock, knock, knock. I mean, I would have come called him beforehand, right? Just to make sure uh, he's okay, around. Yeah. Yep, if you want to. Uh, yeah. Go for it. Like when we basically get back on Cybertron, I would send him a message. Like Ironhide, it's Wild Strike. We've uncovered some information that I need to speak to you about privately. All right. I'll be back in my office in 10 cycles. Go ahead and uh, meet me there. How long is 10 cycles? <laughs> it could be. We'll say like 10 minutes. Okay. It could be anywhere from 10 minutes to 10,000 years. Everything's a cycle. 10 smurfs. <laughs> <laughs> it's all cycles. 10 smurfs. Okay. I'll head there then. And then, you know, knock on the door. Ding dong. Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> door slides open. Come on in, Wild Strike. I'll head in and look around, make sure there's nobody else there. No one else there. Door slides shut behind you. What can I help you with? I have a lot of information <laughs> about Starscream. <laughs> Yeah, sit, sit down. Sit down. Like, you may want to sit down. This, uh... I'm just going to show you. Uh, this is the evidence we've collected. You play the PowerPoint that I started, put in the beginning there. Yeah, the summary. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you uh, hook up the data slug to his machine, and you go through the evidence and just... Like, he just goes slack-jawed after, like, like two minutes... For all of this evidence. Oh, we're just getting to the beginning here. <laughs> there, there's more past this? Oh, plenty more. <laughs> Clear schedule. <laughs> he picks up his calm, calls down to his secretary. Martha, clear my schedule. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a Transformer name. Martha Tron. Martha Tron, yeah. Martha Tron. Martha Tron. And yeah, it's, he'll 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 go through the, all the evidence with you, and he'll ask you a couple of questions here and there just to clarify, like you know where you got this one from, uh, what is you know if there's any like a kind of weird weirdness to the evidence or any kind of confusion, he'll he'll make certain that he's got like everything set for it. Yeah, uh, his smile just keep getting bigger. By the end, he's just like <laughs> asking questions through laughter, like you know, like <laughs> wait, tell me again. <laughs> I forgot it was my birthday. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Leaking lubricants. We finally got them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Is it throwback Thursday already? 
Uh, and once they're once he's done reviewing it all with you, he makes a couple of calls and uh, starts kind of getting uh, uh, like all of of his like he starts getting like the legal procedures kind of going for actually taking him down uh, and kind of setting up uh, uh, setting up like getting the perimeter team together and actually like like thinking about like how to to approach this. Uh, and one of the last things he he says is. Wildstrike, uh, can I count on you and your team to be the the point bots for this operation? When we were reviewing the evidence ourselves and discussing it, we thought you might ask that. And we're all in agreement that we will help you. You know me too well, Wildstrike. Try and stop us. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're going to do it regardless. <laughs> Who else knows uh, about this? Um, I'll tell him. All right, keep this on. Uh, keep this quiet. We're going to have to move on this very quickly before uh, word leaks out, uh, and especially because of, uh, of everything that happened at the embassy. I'm afraid that uh, word is going to to uh, get spilled from the assassination attempt. So we're going to to move on this very quickly, uh, likely tonight or even this afternoon. So. Uh, make certain that you are ready to go in a, in a few cycles time and by cycles he means maybe a couple hours at most okay. <laughs> we'll be ready that's an inherent ability for all transformers to understand which cycle you're talking about <laughs> right <laughs> yep <laughs> it's where the accent comes in in cycles <laughs> cycles with an umlaut <laughs> Yeah, he's going to be like expecting you, uh, all of you to, to be ready at almost a moment's notice today in order to do this. Uh, clarification, where do you want us to be here or elsewhere when we're ready to go? Let's assume that you'll meet here. Uh, if, we, uh, if we come up with a, a different idea or a different strategy, then we'll, uh, uh, we'll confer with you on that as well. Uh, you might, uh, we might send you in first, and then we'll come in as backup after that. But uh, for the most part, we'll, we'll assume here for now. All right, very well. I'll let everybody know. All right, sweet spot. You are heading to Zaron's, are you not? All right. Uh, you know, I will, uh, I'll give him a quick comm call, uh, on my way over to make sure that he's there so that I will not waste any time being redirected. And if he isn't, I'll ask him where he is so I can meet him wherever he is. You, uh, get through with no problems? And he says, uh, oh, Ambassador Sweetspot, uh, I didn't expect to hear from you as, as quick, as soon as I did. Uh, what can I help you with? Uh, things are moving pretty quick. Uh, you at uh, your office, I assume. Uh, yes, yes, I am. Do you need a? Uh, do you need to consult? Uh, yes, I could. Could you uh, also make sure that uh, I have clearance to the front door? Oh, right. Yes, your your clearance was uh, was was cancelled uh, after your death. Uh, yes, I can get you a, a temporary clearance. That's not a problem. All right. Thank you. I'll be there shortly. I'll say within uh, two seconds. And you know which cycles I'm talking about. Oh, of course I do. I saw the Ubot. <laughs> <laughs> How did that get there? <laughs> Come here, you naughty little Umlaut. <laughs> and yeah, you can uh, make it over to the diplomatic building. And true to his word, he 
has uh, reinstated your diplomatic clearance, and the elevator now works for you. Yes, I can get the cheap snacks on the third floor break room. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I have access to the uh, diplomatic offices again. And I will go and see my very good friend, Zara. (laughs) All right, you uh, get up there, knock on his door. Knock, knock, knock. Uh, Yes, Ambassador, please, uh, come on in, come on in. I will come in and close the door if it doesn't automatically shut. Yep, the door slides shut behind you. What can I do for you, Ambassador? I do not believe that we have a lot of time, but I need to uh, inform you of several thousand offenses that uh, Starscream has not only made, but we have proof thereof and are about to... uh, Pretty much confront him and get him to step down from his position, willingly or or otherwise. Want to get your your heads up uh, and see that everything is about ready to go in terms of uh, prosecution and re- revocation of uh, of any of his uh, his presidential powers. That is a a very bold statement. I, I assume you have some a lot of evidence to back up this claim. I will lend him one of the copies of the data slugs that we have of all the information. Say everything that you need to uh, get the due process uh, duly rolling is on this uh, data slug. He'll pop it in and start uh, start watching, and just like Ironhide, he just goes like slack-jawed almost immediately, uh, especially when you kind of look at like the timeline for it, and especially the uh, the assassination of Metalhawk, because uh, Metalhawk was a very good friend of, uh, of Zaron's, so this kind of hits him like right where it hurts. Uh, if uh, if I notice that visually, I will uh, put a hand on his shoulder and say, I'm very sorry for your, your loss and that you had to find out this way. Uh, thank you, Ambassador. Uh, Metalhawk was no Wolfang, of course, but... But he was still a very good friend. So what happens when your follower is the most popular person on the planet? Like, what does that that do? (laughs) Here's what I can do for for you, sweet spot. The the presidential wing is uh, very highly fortified, and if you intend on, on taking Starscream down... I'm assuming that you're going through official channels on this and Chief Ironhide is, is going to be a part of this operation. Being informed as we speak. Excellent. Good. Uh, so I will share this with you. Uh, understand that this is highly classified and should not be shared out to anyone else. Only Chief Ironhide and the, the ministers have access to this information. Uh, but I feel that you are going to, to need it if you are going to be uh, going after Starscream. Yes, of course. <laughs> and he pulls up a um, map of the diplomatic office of Starscream's office. Uh, and also on this map, you can see the secret escape routes from his office. Yes, I know that very well. Mm-hmm. 
so he will he will share that with you, uh, and you can do with that information as to what you will. Mm-hmm. What else can I can I do to support this? Um, if he has any uh, diplomatic clearance or credentials that would help him get around, should he escape our custody, uh, revoking them uh, fairly fairly soon, almost immediately, would be beneficial to help us control his movement and keep him in custody. I I am only a minister. I can't actually revoke his clearance. Um, there might be some things I can do to help delay, uh, delay it, but um, unfortunately, the only person who can revoke his clearance is, is Starscream himself. So That seems like a um, really bad design. Just saying. Well, the, the IT guy probably can do it too. <laughs> right, right. But the the idea is that in order for like a peaceful transfer of power to happen, like both parties would have to effectively say like, "Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to to remove my own clearance and transfer to this person," kind of thing. And the person receiving it has like, "Yes, I'm been elected." Yada yada yada. So it's kind of like a a two person thing. What happens if that process is started but it is not completely clear? Would the person's credentials be uh, moved anyway, or would they be frozen uh, in lieu of security until the matter can be resolved? Like, maybe not take his clearance away, but maybe freeze it uh, for uh, investigative purposes. There's something I might be able to do. I'm not certain if it'll work, but I will. I will try. So, uh, and you get the sense that he's gonna try something that's maybe quasi illegal in order to to get this working for him for you guys. We're such a good influence. <laughs> well, it's only it's only <laughs> illegal if we lose. All right. Thank you for bringing this to 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 me, Ambassador. Uh, yes. One other thing. Uh, because you know what kind of a bot Starscream is, and now you have the confirmed proof in your hand, uh, I would say be very, very careful yourself. We have no idea who he will blame and or lash out at in his final death throes politically. You as well, Ambassador. We, we've painted targets on our own backs, unfortunately. Well, I've already died, so I feel I've crossed that bridge. All right. Good luck to you, Ambassador. Contact me when you are ready to move against him. I will send a, a signal, uh, a simple text now, and you'll understand what that means. You're like, happy birthday. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All of you, after dealing with your individual things, will uh, meet back up outside of uh, the ISS building and just compare notes, make certain that you're all on the same page as to uh, as to the the plan and when you know when you're going to need to to jump in for this. As Sweet Spot is sharing the uh, the mat the, the layout of Starscream's office and pointing out kind of ingress and, and egress routes, uh, you all get a com ping from Ironhide. And we all look at it. 
Alright, bots. Mission is going down in one cycle. Be ready, and you're going to head in first. We'll, the ISS will cordon off the building, and the five of you are going to take point on this. Alright, I will uh, send two specific texts, and you know to whom, and you know what they say. Stay frosty, gentlemen. And we'll see you next time. Fuck yeah! 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 Gonna be a takedown! (laughs) From the secret files of Teletran 1, Empire of Rust is written and GM'd by Michael Ordway. Headmaster Magnum and his partner Pythagoras are played by Matthew G. Candidate Sweetspot, representative of Velocitron, is played by Adam H.U. The Decepticon warrior, Wildstrike, and his partner, Nyko, are played by Mike M. And Carapace, the beast soldier of Primitive Eucharist, is played by Patrick Finn. Additional characters are played by Michael and Cassandra Ordway. Empire of Rust is supported by the humans and networks of planet Earth, whose online networks provide access to libraries of sound effects and music, such as Storyblocks, Zasblat, Blue Zone, and Dark Fantasy Studios. We are distributed by the Transmissions Podcast Network. Stay up to date with all the latest news and reviews in the world of the Transformers by going to transmissionspodcast.com or searching for the Transmissions in your podcast app of choice. You can communicate with the heroes of Iacon by joining us on the Transmissions Discord channel. There you can discuss episodes, talk to the cast, and download the rule set used in the Empire of Rust. Teletran 1, signing off.